Welcome, everyone, to episode 486 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Today's topic is going to be Project Triangle Strategy. Uh, if you're curious as to what that is, it's it's a new thing. It's a demo for a game that's coming out for the Nintendo Switch in 2022. Uh, it was announced during their Nintendo Direct, which we talked about last episode. Uh, we'll cover that more in depth this week, but we're going to be talking about Pri- Project Triangle Strategy because... It is a type of game that's very near and dear to our hearts, and uh, uh, I, for those that don't know, it's it's essentially a more modern day Final Fantasy Tactics done in the graphical style of Octopath Traveler. Um, I think me, Will, and Corey were all simultaneously Gaga when we were watching the the Nintendo Direct for it. So, uh, but they did have a demo that they that they released for it like later that day. So. Uh, it allowed us to try the game. I didn't end up playing the entire demo, but I did play uh, maybe an hour and a half or so of it. And so that's going to be our main topic. For this you week. said you Will, didn't finish it? Just like I did not asking? finish it, no. Okay. Um, Will, do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Um, just going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct and BlizzCon, uh, mainly because I actually did not play too many video games. I'm actually updating my 4 in February kind of thing, uh, but I'll talk about that when we get to it to that sounds good um so yeah let's let's get into it so yeah nintendo direct um honestly i thought it was a pretty good direct and it was capped off by the announcement of project triangle strategy that's a working title i don't know what it's ultimately going to be named but it's by square enix it's the same people that did Octopath Traveler, but it is an isometric tactical RPG done in the style of a Final Fantasy Tactics type of game. Um, Will, did you play the entire demo for it? I did play the full demo. How long? It. How about how long was it? Two and a half hours, I would say. It's a lot, it was a lot longer than I expected. I thought okay. maybe it would be like a battle, and that was it. But yeah. no, it was like a lot of story beats. It was a lot of stuff. Yeah, so was there I I know there was at least one battle. I didn't get to the second one if there was a second one. Was there a second battle? Yeah, there was two. Um Okay. Kind of what happens in the thing is you dropped in the middle of the story and the game lets you know that ahead of time. So they're like, "Hey, you might have a hard time understanding like what's going on, but you know, just bear with it, play it and uh let us know what you think." And kind of what's going on, it seems like there's three different kingdoms. Um there's Asfrost uh glenbrook and i don't know the third one off yeah. the top of my the, head the names not are not gonna, yeah the names are not gonna ring a bell for me because I, I i mostly skip through a lot of the story stuff uh only because i you know as as the game stated it's not really like important it's more important that you kind of absorb the world and and what the game is trying to do than know the story beats because again you're dropped like will said you dropped in the middle of it and have no idea what's going on or very little idea what's going on so yeah, I didn't uh, names or places didn't really didn't really trigger with me. So, yeah, uh, and kind of what I gathered is the Glenbrook Kingdom, which is who you're playing as, um, gets invaded by the Asfrost for killing somebody. Don't know who it was, uh, and they're mad, and they proceed to kill the king and the prince, <clears throat> and you evacuate with your team. Um, with a character named Maxwell um, to 
this bridge um, during the middle of the night, and then you got to get confronted as you're trying to escape, uh, and that's like the first battle. You do that, blah, 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 blah. Next thing, Dan, the story that you're kind of how the, the second part of the demo goes is you have a decision you have to make, which mm-hmm. is either give up King Ro- or Prince Roland, who is now uh, the rightful heir to the Glenbrook kingdom, or you protect him and do a battle. Uh, yeah, so I actually, well, that was for me the most interesting part of this whole game. So the way that the game is more a, a more modernized and differentiated version of like a Final Fantasy Tactics is the stuff that you do in the game, the actions that you do, or the choices that you make do have an impact on the story and what happens in the game. And there is free roaming parts. So there, there was, I think there was one, there was one earlier on in the game. Uh, but the more important one is, like you said, where you're leading up to trying to make a decision if you want to turn over the crown prince or if you want to fight to protect him. And you have to come to a consensus amongst your party members. Some of them want to fight. Some of them want to give over the prince. Uh, and your job is to convince them one way or the other whether you want to, whether you as a character want to defend him or or turn him over. Yeah. And you're, the, the free roaming part is you going around and, and talking to villagers and getting uh, information from them or, uh, you know, story bit other story bits that will help you in convincing uh your your team for lack of a better word you know to to join your cause which i thought was really really well done uh that's actually that was the part that i left off was convincing the other characters so yeah which is cool because part of it is like reminds me of like a fire emblem or like a fallout where you have to say the specific right thing for that to work on that character so you have to know Mm -hmm. personality traits which is a little difficult in um this demo because we don't know all of these characters too well yet but once you kind of um messed around with it a little bit you kind of see like there's this one guy named Eridor who is like the dude who carries the shield on the battlefield he's the gruff dude so pretty much like appealing to him and like his civil duty to the kingdom which is to protect Roland is a way to convince him to be like yeah you know what you're right we have to protect Roland um some people seemed not willing to budge on their stance but uh really you just have to have a majority to convince um for the team to come to a consensus to save Roland, but I guess I protected Roland, and we did a we did a fight. Uh-huh. But there's a whole other side of the demo if you give him up. Hmm. So, so that that to me is is fascinating. Like I'd love to see how what's going to end up happening is when this game comes out, I'm going to play the game multiple times to experience what it's like making some of these different like game changing potentially decisions. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. That's one of the things I loved about Mass Effect uh, was was to see how those decisions affect like later on down down the line. You know. Yeah. So, um, and the battle systems, Dan, are actually really cool. Um, you didn't get to do this battle, but um, instead of so the the fighting is a combination of like divinity fire emblem and like final fantasy tactics from mm-hmm. what i've seen mm-hmm. uh, the cool thing is the map is fully like 3d you can spin around to whatever view you want and you get a whole yeah. like um um a whole view of the map and different perspectives yada 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 by the way i thought this game was going to be octopath traveler 2 when i saw it at first 
Okay. I don't know if yeah. you thought the same thing, but I was well, like, is yeah. Before they announced what it was, I was like, oh, this this looks exactly like Octopath Traveler. Yeah. And then they I, started to go into the battle and how how it was tactical and stuff. I'm like, oh my god. This yeah. is, uh, I joke that it's going to be 2022's game of the year already. So yeah, it's a it's a sleeper contender already for 2022. For I mean, it's not even a sleeper. Obviously, you mean Corey are already really excited for it. But yeah, like like I said, how the battles work is the it takes modern elements in games and brings it back to uh, that old style of gameplay, which is really cool to me because I always said that games, if like Pokemon games, went back to the old style of graphics. Or, like, they could do a lot more with the capabilities that they have. Because back then, they only had these little cartridges. But if they did games and these old 8-bit, 16-bit graphics, they could do a lot of crazy stuff today with how uh, game development is. So it's good to see that they're doing that in this one because there's things where um, in that second battle, Dan, you can light houses on fire and they burn down and it's like destructible environment. It's a little oh, bit like divinity sin with that. Yeah. So that's like a really, really cool thing that they added in because in all these other games, like tactics, fire emblem, that really, you know, wasn't a thing. But, yeah. There was a little bit of environmental like manipulation, uh, but it was mostly like pushing a switch or knocking people off of buildings or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if people were in water, like lightning would do more damage, obviously, but that was the limit of it. They yeah. did kind of talk about it a little bit during the, 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 the presentation, uh, during the Nintendo direct, but I didn't know you could like catch buildings on fire and stuff and, and, and destroy the environment. Cause the first battle is just on like a stone bridge. You really can't do much to it. Yeah. Uh, at least, at least in my, my one experience through with the, with the, with the battle system. So, yeah, well, you can also like freeze patches of land too. Um, which is another really cool thing that you can do. Um, the Ice Mage does that, which is, I think, really neat. Uh, and, like, there's a Shaman, um, because there's different... Depending on the choices that you make in the demo, you kind of can, can uh, recruit different characters. And now we don't know the full extent of how the job system works, if there even is one, if all the characters are like, that's their job, that's it for the entire game. Or if there's like fire emblem where you can, you know, go through masteries and different classes within a specific path. We don't really know how that works yet, but like I recruited a shaman because of my morality or Liberty or whatever choice it was that I made. Uh, And she would call down lightning down. So like if you, get people wet like the lightning just does more damage and all that fun stuff so that's like a really little cool element that they added to the game um which brings it more modern but keeps it in that old like two and a half or 2.5 like uh style that they've been yeah. calling it not full 3d i, I, but I think 2. it's 5. it's it's yeah two and a half hd is what they're what they're calling that like art style yep yep so like there's a lot of really cool things and honestly it seems like um the biggest knock on octopath traveler was the story because really there wasn't any other than the characters like vignettes but like none of the characters interacted with each other until the very end of the game when you go to fight that that bonus boss so it's just like while the gameplay the job system all that stuff was excellently done it lacked like one major feature which is a story yeah, it, it didn't have much of an overarching story you're right they were all their own separate stories which some of them i like some of them i didn't really like but they didn't like connect in any meaningful yeah. way and that was in my opinion the only drawback to the game as much as i liked all the stories for all the different characters because like they like i said none of them really interacted with each other it's like they didn't know that they existed but they're fighting together it was like weird how they did it 
I, I don't understand how that kind of passed in development, but whatever. The game, other than that, was pretty honestly perfect. Um, so this one seems to be writing some of those wrongs where there's going to be, you know, the emphasis on that gameplay that uh, you like this podcast loves on top of a story that seems to be. And like the first thing I noticed is how bloody it was because yeah. you see these style of games and you're like, oh, it's not going to be too bad. But there's like people getting beheaded and there's blood on these characters corpse. Like it was pretty crazy to see. Honestly. Yeah, I think in the beginning, like someone gets their throat slashed and they're just laying in a pool of blood dead. Yep. And you're just like, wait a second. So yeah. it seems tonally it's pretty serious. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that like, honestly, I was pretty impressed with the showing because they said this game was in 2022. And I was like, OK, like we got some time. And for them to be like, oh, demos coming out later today. And for how much of the like there was in that demo, um, I was impressed. And I'm not a big demo person like Bravely Default 2 is coming out uh, on Friday. And I refuse to play any demos of that game because it was coming out soon. But uh, this one got me because it's coming out far enough out that I was like, you know what? I'm going to bite a lot. It'll probably change by the time this game gets finished. So um, what do you think of the name, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to I like. Because yeah. Octopath Traveler had a project name, too. I don't remember pro- what it, it was, was. Project Octopath Traveler. So they just dropped the project. Oh, so that. OK, so it would be Triangle Strategy. I hope that doesn't stay. Yeah, that's not that's not great that's no <laughs> i didn't name. i didn't love octopath traveler either as as a name i i i understand because it's uh, you know it was eight characters um so i understand why they went with the the octo prefix um but i didn't love the name for that so yeah, yeah. so i mean yeah not great but i ultimately whatever i think uh the name of the game doesn't matter as well. It does matter for people who aren't as interested in the style of game because the name and the cover art will grab people. But with us, it doesn't ultimately matter because I feel like right. the game, we're going to love the game. So, yeah. Um, I, like I said, I, I thought very highly of it and it took me two sittings to actually play through and beat it. Cause it was a lot longer than I expected. Well, excuse me. Yeah, there was a lot of story stuff too that I I just I just skipped over. I, I again didn't have a very very strong gaming week. Yeah. Um, so I, I played when I could, and then you know mostly I just wanted to get to the story bits, and then I I, I stopped obviously when I wanted to to do the open stuff because um, that also differentiates itself from the other like s- tactical strategy RPG type of games. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean that's all I have to talk about with it. It's it's really awesome. If you have a, a Switch, I would say definitely download the demo and give it a try. Especially if you are like us and love games like Fire Emblem and Final Fantasy Tactics and stuff like that. So uh, it's definitely worth worth a shot. Yeah, definitely. And, I think uh, give it a shot for sure. And unfortunately, it's a ways away. So I'll be curious to know how far away exactly, though, because I would I guess mean, it's going to come out in about a year. It'll be. I think it'll be an early 2022 release. If that, I had to guess, that's not too far to me. Yeah, about a year. I'm kind of. I'm kind of okay with that, to be honest. So, yeah, no, that was uh, easily the thing that I was most excited about. I also don't see it getting as much love as it I think deserves already. So, yeah, um, I mean that game is really, uh, really up up our alley as we talked about. So. Yeah, we've been waiting for a game like this for a while. So, 
yeah uh, good to see that it actually get you know made i think yeah. the right studio is doing it square enix is well i don't know the name of the exact studio but it's square enix published so yep agreed all right let's move on uh yeah we got a nintendo direct to cover and a blizzcon digital blizzcon to cover so will what do you got for us uh hold on i so i'll start with blizzcon because i actually know pretty much everything off the top of my head for that one okay um one big diablo 4 announced a new class called the rogue that looks really good there's a little bit of gameplay showed off um i cannot wait for diablo 4 that game looks awesome it looks like a mold between uh, uh diablo 2 and diablo 3 which speaking of diablo 2 the resurrected diablo 2 um is coming out this year um this is a remaster of the last uh last diablo game diablo 2 which i don't know if you saw anything from it dan it looks pretty impressive i have not seen any footage of it i saw that it's coming out on like everything yep uh which i'm very excited for i will definitely be getting it on the switch because i would love to play diablo 2 again yeah, uh, it's got. Uh, let me get a, the actual article here that says everything that it will be. I got the Nintendo Direct stuff too, so that's perfect. Ca- uh, it yeah, so basically, the game's 3D now as opposed to 2D, uh, uh-huh. so that's going to change how things work a little bit. It's going to be in 60 frames, all that good stuff, upres graphics. So it's going to be on literally every single console. Uh, there's going to be an offline mode coming out this year. The tech alpha signups are out. So I actually signed up to do that. Um, let's see. There's, I I've got, been... uh, I don't know if you remember these, these will, but I've got my old Diablo two strategy guide. Oh yeah. Look and at I wonder that. if it's, I wonder if it's still applicable. Uh, yeah. So actually everything is supposed to be applicable in that. Um, okay. It's pretty much a one-for-one remastering at this point uh, is what they're doing. So Nice. Um, it looks good. I'm really excited for it. I really, 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 really hope it doesn't pull a, Ro- a Warcraft 3 reforged. Yeah. Because that... Because, like, in this one, it's because they're also redoing every cutscene in Diablo 2 as well. So, full new cutscenes. But they said that for Warcraft 3 reforged, and that game was not uh not what it what it said it was going to be so uh, i'm a little hesitant and worried i'm still gonna buy it probably unless the talk alpha is just horrendous but uh i'm really excited for it because diablo 2 is really hard to get working easily on modern platforms getting it to run on my ultra wide all that stuff so if they make a way for that to happen uh i'm pretty pretty pumped about that so um Blizzard's bringing uh, back Blackthorn, the Lost Vikings, and Rock and Roll Racing. That's out oh, cool. on the battle battle uh, battle net. I was gonna say battle station. Uh, so that's there. World of Warcraft is getting is finally gonna let people fight Sylvanas in an upcoming raid. For people who follow the story, she's been like kind of a bad character uh, in the making. So there's that. Uh, Warcraft Classic is adding the Burning Crusade expansion, oh. which doesn't really make the game classic anymore right Technically. as far as i know that was a lot of people's favorite expansion that or wrath of the lich king yeah those so are the two maybe, i hear about too so maybe maybe that's that they'll stop after that i don't know 
Hopefully. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I feel like are they just going to get to the point where they're caught up Ca- to the caught up yeah. <laughs> to the regular game? That's funny. <laughs> um, Hearthstone is going back to its roots with a classic mode, uh, and there's a Forged in the Barrens expansion coming up too. So there is that. Next time Corey's uh, on, he might be able to cover that stuff. Yeah, I actually did no research into that one. Uh, and also Overwatch 2 showed off some stuff too, a little bit of gameplay uh, that people were really mad that Blizzard didn't show off any Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4 like in its main thing or announce any release dates. When has Blizzard ever announced a release date punctually? Like, are we surprised at this point? Like, it's yeah. coming. It's going to be good. You're going to buy it. Don't say you're not going to buy it because you're mad at them. You're going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. We're going to love all of these games. Just be patient. So, um, no heroes of the storm. Nothing Rip. at all, huh? Nope, not even a mention. That game's probably dead. Yeah, I don't know what kind of player base it has now. That was fun, though, in its day. Yeah, it was the best MOBA for sure. So, uh, But yeah, a lot of good stuff from Blizzard. I'm pretty excited for the Diablo 2, especially that it's coming out this year. I'm pretty pretty pumped about that. So, um, But yeah, that's, uh, that's it. I know we've got a Direct, which has been divisive. Yeah, um... So I, I actually don't know. I, I've been kind of out of the out of the gaming news culture type of stuff lately, um, just because I've been so busy with stuff. And so I don't know. Did, did people not like it? Nope. They're like, this could have been a press release. Oh, uh, the only the only thing I know, people were upset that there wasn't more Legend of Zelda stuff because it's Legend of Zelda's 35th anniversary this year. So yeah that was their biggest thing yeah sure i get that but um Uh, but yeah they um i thought it was a good direct they had a lot of good announcements uh they they announced splatoon 3 it's coming in in 2022 uh let's see not much is known about that it's going to be in a new desert location but it seems like it's going to be like the same same splatoon uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD is coming July 16th. Um, that's going to obviously be an updated resolution game. Uh, they are having both the motion controls and a more traditional control system. So if you want to play on the Switch Lite or if you just want to sit on your butt like I do and play with the controller, then you can also do that. Uh, also in handheld mode, obviously, where it'll work. So how'd you feel about that one, Will? I'm uh, pretty excited. I was I was bummed that there wasn't more uh, Zelda in the way that I wanted to see Wind Waker and Twilight Princess get added, uh, and like a a re, uh, collection like the Mario All Stars. Uh-huh. I still think that'll happen, but Skyward Sword is the one that they haven't done yet, so it kind of only makes sense for them to be like, "Oh, this is the one we're going to show off," and then put the other ones out on ports a little bit later. Yeah, maybe that'll be like a fall release. Yeah, and I'm fine with that because the Zelda dude came out um, and I was like, oh, that's the Zelda guy. And then he was like, ah, like Breath of the Wild 2, we got nothing today. That's coming later. So I was like, okay, that's cool. But he's like, we got this. So I was still excited to see Skyward Sword. That's the one I actually haven't played that I've always kind of wanted to. So yeah. um, I'm fine with it. I, I think it's a good move. And you know what? Some people people don't want to own a Wii or a Wii U anymore. So just bring these games to the switch. And if people want to double dip, let them do it. 
Yeah. I, I have a Wii U, I, but I'd just rather much rather play stuff on the Switch, you know? Yeah, it's so much easier. It is much easier. Um, so, yeah, that was one of the announcements. Mario Golf Super Rush is coming. That is going to come out. Oh, this release date's not on here. It's, I think it's June uh, from what I gather. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Mario Golf, a lot of mini games looks interesting. I'll be, I'll be getting it. I think it'll be fun to play with the, oh, it's June 25th. That's the date. Uh, that'll be a fun one to play with the kids. Uh, Animal Crossing's new update for March is going to be Mario themed. They're going to be adding Mario elements into Animal Crossing, including tr- uh, pipes that teleport you, uh, coin blocks, brick blocks, all that sort of fun stuff. Looks like Mario and Luigi and Princess Peach outfits too. Uh, so I'll I'll be excited to try that stuff when it when it gets there. Uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is getting ported to Nintendo Switch. That's going to be sometime in the summer. Yep, that was cool. Uh, that's a, that's a great move, honestly. That's the Switch is the perfect platform for for Fall Guys, I think. So, uh, totally agree. The biggest news, or some of the biggest news, is that uh, Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles are joining the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate roster, which is very cool. Yeah, I like that uh, move a lot. Actually, I actually bought Xenoblade Chronicles too on yeah. Switch because I haven't oh, played it. Yeah, okay. just today actually. So. Yeah, I play. I bought it and played quite a bit of it. I and then I stopped playing it because something else came out, and I just never returned to it. Did I end up trading it in? I'm, I'm not sure. I might you have did. it downstairs. Did I trade it? In? Yeah, because I was I uh, was gonna borrow it if you still had it. That's right. Yes, and I did not. Um, so that's cool. I, that's a game I would very much like to revisit because I, I did enjoy it. It's just I I don't remember, even remember what came out, but something. Like like what happens a lot, something else came out and I just stopped playing it. Nothing wrong with that. So. That happens. Yeah. Uh, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity is getting an expansion pass. It'll have two waves of content. The first one is coming out in June, and the other one in November. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably get that, but we'll see. Um, this one was surprising to me, but I also love this announcement that's Outer Wilds is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Outer Wilds was a game I absolutely adored. I know no one else really liked. You You thought it was okay, right? I was way too dumb to try to get oh. it to work. It was very, yeah, it was, it was pretty difficult. Um, but it, yeah, it was a game I adored. The music I still listen to from that game occasionally because it's, it's so ridiculously good. Uh, so I was really excited when that that got announced coming to the nintendo switch um so there's that famicom direct detective club is coming to north america march 14th i tuned out on that part because i didn't really know what was going on there no more (laughs) heroes 3 is launching on august 27th that was another one i kind of tuned out for monster hunter rise launches march 26th uh, I'm interested in Monster Hunter Rise, but I probably won't get it only because I never end up sinking much time into the Monster Hunter games. Same. Uh, the only one I ended up playing a lot of was three on the 3DS. It was awesome, and I really liked Monster Hunter World. It just I, it was just past time when I could sink a lot of time into something like that, you know? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Stubbs the Zombies getting remastered for modern consoles. Uh, Neon White is coming out. I don't know what that is. Plants for Zombies Battle for Neighborhood Complete Edition is launching March 19th on the Switch. 
uh, Project Triangle Strategy we talked about. Star Wars Hunters, a competitive free-to-play online shooter from the makers of Farmville by Zynga is coming out. I don't know anything about that. But because it's Star Wars, I'm I'm at least paying attention to it. I thought that was actually neat when they showed it. Yeah. Uh, Knockout City is coming out. It's a... I don't know what that is, actually. I don't remember that one. I don't remember Knockout City either, to be honest with you. Uh, I'll have to look into that one. Uh, World's End Club arrives on Switch May 28th. Ninja Guide, Re- Ninja Guide Master Collection uh, is remastered Ninja Guide games. I wish I was into them, but I'm June not. 10th. Yeah, I wanted to try. I was going to get one of them for what's the 360 back in the day. I just never, never got around to it. It's games I've always wanted to try, but never, never got around to it. So, yeah, I think that's everything. Honestly, yeah, I did not think it was too bad of a direct at all. No, I thought it was good. Uh, I was very happy with a lot of stuff. I like seeing some new stuff, some additions to games that are already out. Uh, I do like that they said, you know, we're not having anything from Breath of the Wild 2, but that'll be later this year. So at least we know that something's coming later on this year. I thought that was a good move. Um, yeah, I was I was happy with the direct. I thought there was a lot of good stuff there. Yeah, I think Nintendo unnecessarily got a bad rap for yeah. that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem is is it's been a very long time since they've had a full Nintendo Direct. I think that was part of people's problems, uh, was that they were waiting for something extraordinary, extraordinary, extraordinary. You know, they let the hype get the better of them. And, you know, when it was just a, it was a good, it was a good Direct that, you know, that wasn't enough for people. So I think... I see this a lot. I think people need to not temper, I guess, temper their expectations on every single thing. Like, I don't know. I just have a hard temper your expectations. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I, if I see one or two things in this that I like, I'm always like, okay, awesome. Like not everything needs to be for me all of the time. Right. You know, I think we live in a very, I'm interested, must be interested in every single thing in this for me to care. Sure. You know, and I just, I don't, I don't believe that anymore or want to be like that. So I just think there was five, six things I thought were awesome. And that was enough for me. Yeah. I'm I'm totally in agreement. My biggest complaint about the Nintendo direct was the time that it was on. Yeah. That's a bad Uh, time. It was five o'clock Eastern, which is when I'm cooking supper and I was cooking and eating supper while watching it in the kitchen. Uh, I had my Chromebook set up on the counter and was watching it that way. Uh, So that's why I ended up missing some parts of it because I was preparing food and eating food. So um, that was why whenever there was something on that I was particularly interested in, I would, that's when I would do what I needed to do, you know? So. Yeah, they should. uh, I like it when they have it on at like 11. Yeah. I think those are like perfect. Yeah, it's much easier to watch at that point. Uh, the only problem with that is it's eight o'clock in the morning for the Pacific Coast. That's yeah, okay. So they <laughs> they don't win either. No, <laughs> no. What like one in the afternoon? So it's ten in the morning over on the Pacific Coast. Just come to the north or the east. Co- I almost said north coast. I cannot speak today. Uh, just uh, come to the east coast. 
just specifically to watch the Nintendo Directs. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, that's all I got for Nibble Bits. Will, if you have anything to add? Uh, honestly, Dan, no, not really. Um, that was the that those, was the gist of it for this week. Yeah, those were the big things for sure. Okay. Uh, how was your week? Good. I uh, have to talk about four in February. So mm-hmm. I decided too many new games are coming out already, like uh, Persona 5 Strikers. Then we've got Bravely Default 2. Um, what? I don't want to have these games fall by the wayside and then become backlog games. So I decided what I'm editing my... I failed four in February for people who are thinking I might try to, you know, spin my way out of it. I failed four in February. I did. But what I've decided to do instead is try to beat a backlog game every month this year instead. Uh So days gone. That's what I'm playing right now in February. I did the Witcher already. I will just throw days gone for February as well and finish that by February. March will be spirit fair. April will be astral chain. Um, you know, I just go from there. Um, what, what's after April, June? April, June. Yeah. yeah, June will be like Dragon Age Inquisition. May. May. <laughs> we skipped a month. God. Just a, winter is really starting to wear on me, so if anyone wonders why mental capacity is not great, that's a lot of the reason why. I don't know what's happening, because like, I'm at work, and usually I'm a very efficient, good server, but the, this last weekend, I could not keep it together. And I was not busier than I normally was. Like sure. I was a little bit slower because uh, we had more people on, and I just I could not do it. I don't know what what's been going on. I can't even speak. But yeah, so May will be Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, then there's games like the Valkyria Chronicle games that I wanna I wanna play through. So it'd be the first one and the fourth one. Corey wants me to play Enderall, so that'll be on there. Final Fantasy Nine uh, is another one. Uh, there's Neo 2. So I have a lot of games that I do really want to play uh, that I think if I do one backlog game a month and it'll still allow me to play all of those games that uh, sure. are coming out. So I know March is a wall, but in April we've got like Ruin Factory 4. Um, I think something else. So yeah, it'll give me time to basically play new games on top of old games because I really like. I'm excited to play Persona Five Strikers and uh-huh. uh, Bravely Default too. So nice. Xenoblade Chronicles too gets added to the backlog. Sure. So that's a doozy too. Eighty some hours or something like that. It's probably more than that. So it'll take me. It'll take me a minute. That's for sure. Sure. But. Yeah, so basically I failed four in February and in order to cover myself a little bit, I'm spinning it a little bit. That's a good strategy uh, to play one backlog game because, I mean, there's I still have a ton of games in my Steam library that I'm like, oh, God, I just wish I had a chance to play that. Uh, I just haven't haven't played that much lately. So Honestly, Dan, you putting in that hard drive on my computer and everything, like I have a lot of games downloaded now. Yeah. It's really nice because I have access to everything. No. Especially older stuff doesn't take up much space, so yeah. Well, you like you can even I, put Call of Duty on there if you wanted. There's enough room. You want to know something funny? You downloaded it, so <laughs> so I was telling Johnny, I was like, God, I really want to play a shooter on my computer, but like a game like I wanted to do Battlefield Five, which uh-huh. was the World War Two one, and that game has a huge cheating problem. 
I'm waiting for Overwatch 2 to get into that. Uh, so it was Fortnite, which would be one that I would play. And I wanted uh, more of a first-person shooter to play. And I was like, ah, oh, what do I get? There's nothing like good. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just get Call of Duty. So I bought Call of Duty. Nice. <laughs> on, on Battle.net. So. Okay. Like a oh, the, um, what's what's the new one? Black Ops. Black Ops Cold War. Cold War. That's right. Which, you know, that's even funnier. I trashed that game earlier in the year or end of last year. And I ended up getting it twice like an idiot. It happens. That's so much stocks I could have done. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean I I still occasionally will download Warzone and play it once and then delete it. I'm so sure actually, my ISP loves me because of that. I actually made sure to not download Warzone. Okay. I have zombies, yeah, the arcade and the multiplayer and campaign. I think wasn't Warzone by itself like 80 gigabytes or something? Yeah, the full game was like 70 without it, I think. Ugh, that's Which is a lot. there's no excuse for that. Oh, it's awful. But yeah, uh how about you, Dan? How's your week been? Uh you know. Winter's win I mean I, I dislike winter as it is, but it's really like because it's pretty much just snowed here uh on and off for the past week. Um it's never sunny. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely definitely wearing on, on us a little bit. But March is around the corner. Uh, it's supposed to be almost fifty on Wednesday, so uh, things are turning around. That'll be that'll be that'll be real nice. Uh, I don't I don't have too much to talk about. I, I'm still mining Bitcoin on my computer. Actually, today was a day where my I was doubling my output for some Ooh. reason. I'm not really sure why that what why that was, but uh, yeah, it was it was a nice nice surprise to wake up this morning and see. Uh, double the amount I normally expected being mined. So, outside of that, I don't, I don't really think I have anything much to, to talk about. Yeah, just mining and playing some games here and there. Yeah, I again played played a lot of Stardew Valley and still play Fortnite with my daughter. Um, God. I know there's something I want to talk about, but it's escaping me at the moment. So we'll get into what we played. Will, what have you been working on? Oh, honestly, Dan, I really haven't played anything. It's been bad. Uh, work has been picking up, and my new bedtime has kind of changed how, like, after this, I'll make another meal, then probably settle into bed and fall asleep and then wake up. I didn't even get a chance to play more Ring Fit Adventure this week either. Uh uh-huh been a really slow week in the way of uh in the way of games so pretty much any game time that i had this week was into triangle strategy gotcha yeah we are we are gonna get uh ring fit adventure i think um we're gonna get super mario 3d world too we just we just haven't haven't gotten it yet i think we're kind of waiting for our tax return to get here Mm. um so that fat tax return yeah hopefully that'll be any day now um play anything else no honestly not a thing okay um so yeah again the only thing i've been playing is is stardew valley mostly um i actually started a new let's play series on my rage g games youtube channel uh it's a stardew valley no commentary and i turned the music down and i and left the 
the other sounds like up all the way. So it's kind of like an ASMR type of thing. Um, I've watched a few of these. Have you? Yeah. They're yeah, really well done. Yeah. Thanks. I, I mean, it's, it's simple. Honestly, the reason why I didn't know I was going to do one, but I, I, I chose to do no, no commentary because the search results were better for no commentary, Stardew Valley playthroughs. And it's a lot easier for me to record those because the reason why I have such a hard time recording videos is because it's never freaking quiet in this house ever. And when I'm doing something like that or, or podcasts, I don't like to have a lot of noise in the background, A, because it's distracting for me, but it's also distracting for people when they're listening to have, you know, kids screaming in the background and, and all that stuff. So uh, when I do no commentary videos, I can record them anytime as long as, you know, as long as I have, especially with Stardew Valley, it's, you know, a day is anywhere from like, 13 to 17 minutes so if yeah. i have that amount of time i can record a day and put it up and it's 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 been pretty easy to do that so um so that's that's my series that i'm working on now um and then i post a little blurb on tiktok of whatever i did that day uh just to get daily content on on my ragey games tiktok too so TikTok. yeah um but it's funny because uh the first couple that i put up got a ton of views not a ton but a ton for me which i think one of them was like 2500 and it was just a clip of like a thunderstorm in stardew valley it got 2500 views and like 100 likes i'm like what 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 the heck it's just a little (laughs) 10 second clip of stardew valley i don't know it's it's such a weird thing the algorithm's weird it is weird um so there's that Fortnite. i don't have too much to talk about uh we actually we me and my daughter played two matches today one both it's been a while since we've had a night like that so that was nice to get two dubs back to back uh nice yeah the season is kind of winding down i think there's probably is there a week or two left uh so i'm trying to make sure i get to 100 and and get my full battle pass worth uh i think i'm 95 or 96 i'll i'll get there um probably in the next couple nights but um yeah, it's uh oh, I know what I want to talk about. So over the week, I think it was Sunday, uh Fortnite had a uh a live event called Short Night and it was a <laughs> it was shorts, like little short animated clips that you went I, I've been there before, but it's like an island where they hold events. So we went to the movie theater and, and hung out in the movie theater and watched a bunch of shorts. They were animated shorts. It was really well done. Uh, I don't know where the animations came from. I meant I meant to look it up, and of course I f- I forgot in between. I forgot in between. I guess it was yesterday. If it was Sunday, I forgot between yesterday afternoon and today to look up where those if they were specifically made for short night, or if they were from something else, some other film festival that they just showed during the thing. But it was again, it was really cool. Uh, there's like a movie theater on like a rocky outcropping with a, the ocean as a backdrop it was it was kind of cool and then you there's a vending machine with tomatoes so you could wing tomatoes at the screen if you didn't like what you're seeing or uh, if you're me you throw tomatoes at people when they're trying to watch the movie um <laughs> so it's it honestly it was it was pretty cool i, I like how creative they are with that stuff yeah um so that was that was a neat thing. I, I my daughter wanted to do it. I didn't have any idea what it was, and I was like, I'd rather just play the normal game. But I'm glad I did it because it ended up being cool. There was a lot of really funny and neat artistic shorts that were on there. Yeah. So 
Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so that's all. And I think I think we got a piece of feedback, so <gasps> we can we can do that. Let me just feedback. pull it up here. Yeah. Uh oh, we have a voice is it a voicemail? Yeah, it is. That was that was a TikTok. I don't know why it didn't stop when I was Boy, uh, I really, uh, I'm really disappointed in myself, Dan, for not getting through four in February this year. Yeah, that's all right. You beat picked a lot games. of really, you picked a lot of really long games. I beat five in January, so I was like, ah, easy, Man. not even close this year. Did, uh, you said how many hours did you put into The Witcher? Was 50, it sixty? Fifty-six. Okay, so that was a that was a pretty quick playthrough of that. Yeah. But like in January, I beat Astro's Playroom, The Last of Us Part Two, Hollow Knight, Hitman Three, and Persona Five Royal. Those were all, besides Astro's Playroom. But eh, I don't know. I expected better of myself. Whoops. Yeah. Well, maybe next year, right? <laughs> yeah, I just have to stick to my beat one back backlog game a month. Okay, so here we go. This is from Tate, and I will start it now. What's up, guys? Can you hear it? Eight. Yep. Um, just wanted to thank you guys for the congratulations. Um, what an absolutely cool but insane experience watching my little boy come into the world. Uh, yeah, my my science brain was definitely turned on during the whole experience because I just wanted to like see and watch everything. And wow. If there's one thing I learned over the last two weeks, it's that women have superpowers and credit to all women <laughs> everywhere. The women in our lives who go through all this shit to bring our prosperity into the world. Um, but damn, what, a, what an awesome experience. So anyways, thanks again for the congrats. Um, it was a great time and it's been awesome having him home. And it's, it's fun to see how fast they grow, but it's kind of scary at the same time. Anyways, yeah, it's, it's fun to be in the, in the dad club now. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what I've been playing recently. So leading up to us having our son, Lincoln, um, I was playing, I got into Dragon Age, actually, and I had never tried dragon age before but i was kind of like you know this is by bioware and this is old bioware so maybe this will be good so i thought i'd give it a shot well i loved the first dragon age yeah i loved it it was so much fun the story was good i liked the characters uh it was a good experience so i chose warrior class human i know boring but that's that's usually my go-to in games like that so i yeah i enjoyed the story i thought it was really good um i beat it pretty quickly i think i beat the whole game in like two weeks which for me and everything i've had going on was pretty good nice so i started dragon age 2 the about two days i don't know two days before we ended up going to the hospital and I played quite a bit of it, but for some reason I just had a hard time getting into it. 
I didn't enjoy the characters as much. I thought that them, spoiler alert for those that haven't played Dragon Age 2 and might someday, I didn't think that, like, when they killed off his brother and then they killed off his sister, I just thought that it was stupid. And I didn't think it was dramatic enough. I just feel like, and like the main character, like after his family dies and then his mom dies and all that stuff, it's like, oh, I'm going to be kind of sad for a second. And then uh, who cares? I'll just continue on. Whatever. I just feel like it should have been a little bit more emotional to get me into it more. Because usually games that have like a family tie to it somehow like those get me more because i'm so close with my family and so i don't know i just relate to that kind of story more usually but i didn't get that feeling in dragon age 2 i was like i didn't care that his sister died and i didn't care that his brother died and then his mom died and i, I don't know it's weird Anyways, so I might pick that back up again later and try it because I like the combat and stuff and I loved the first one and I kind of wanted to get that or get those played so I could try Dragon Age Inquisition again because I've tried that twice and couldn't get past the Hinterlands both times. Um, anyways, so I did Dragon Age um, and then I don't know why, but I got... This is so weird, but I, I've never been into, like, collecting things. But for whatever reason, I got super into collecting Funko Pops. Oh. I don't know if you guys have any Funko <laughs> Pops, but... Not yet, I'm I afraid. ...of Geralt from The Witcher. Oh, nice. Because he went down to BYU. He's playing football down there. Um, so we moved him into college. And he has, like, some Halo stuff, like, decorations with his Xbox. So I got him a Geralt Funko Pop. Well, this sparked me, and I was thinking, you know what? <laughs> I'm a teacher, and I teach 7th graders. I bet you if I got some of these, my kids would love looking at them. So I bought um, a Master Chief Funko Pop. Nice. And then I thought it was so cool that I ended up buying a Sergeant Johnson and then an Arbiter Funko Pop. And I have a problem now. <laughs> so now I'm wanting to buy the Witcher Funko Pops and maybe buy some Mass Effect Funko Pops and maybe buy some Lord of the Ring Funko Pops. And basically, I am just Funkoed up right now. So. <laughs> Yeah. Look at me go with the dad jokes. It's just ingrained in my DNA now, I guess, now that I'm actually a dad. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'm loving my Funko Pops. I have a collection of three Halo ones in my class now, and my kids do love it. So that was a win. Um, I, because of my Funko Pop addiction and the Halo ones, it got me wanting to play Halo again. So I played through Reach, and I haven't played through Reach since high school. So it's been like 10 plus years since I played through Reach. And I forgot how awesome of a story Reach was. Reach, that was my favorite so campaign. then it got me into Agreed. this huge rabbit hole of Halo lore. So I started looking into the lore behind Noble Team and Noble Six. And then I got into the history of blue team and the history of osiris 
and Locke, and that led me to watching Halo Nightfall. I watched all five episodes in a row the other day while I held my baby, and I'm just on this weird Halo kick right now that I haven't been on in a long time, and it's fun. And I'm not sure where it's going to go. Hopefully it doesn't lead to me buying more Funko Pops because I don't have oh, well. money for that. I have a kid now. So uh-huh. anyways, um, I wanted to just talk about that stuff a little bit and also wanted to hear more of what you guys thought about them coming out with a new NCAA. If you had any more to say about the Mass Effect stuff. Um, anyways... I look forward to hearing from you guys again and hope that you all are doing well. Have a good one. Taterate out. All right. Thanks, Tate. Um, yeah, I can agree. I totally agree with uh, women and their superpowers. I don't like getting hurt from anything ever. I, I'm averse, pain averse, and afraid of pain. So. Yeah, childbirth seems like it would be very scary. So I'm, I was, I was glad to be on the watching end of it. Um, but yeah, it, it, there, it, it's absolutely a very magical moment. Uh, it doesn't get any less magical when it's your fifth child than when it's your first. Um, it's, it's, it's great stuff, definitely. Um, yeah, f- uh, Dragon Age. So yeah, Dragon Age. I, I still to this day have a huge crush on Morrigan. In, in Dragon Age. Um, not afraid to admit that. Uh, but every time I do a, a new playthrough, I always I always have to crush on, on Morrigan. Just just have to. You have uh, to, and, yeah. And, and I'm in total agreement. I do not like Dragon Age 2 nearly as much as the original Dragon Age and then Inquisition. Um, it just felt, with how expansive the first Dragon Age was, it just felt very confined to be only kind of in one spot. Uh, I didn't love the combat system. It tried to go for a little more action-y type of combat, and I, I didn't end up... Uh, from what I remember, I only played this once, um, and it was when it came out. So from what I remember, I, ju- I just didn't... I don't think it, it hit well with me either. Um, but then uh, Dragon Age Inquisition was our game of the year the year it came out, and, and that's when a, a game I very much like. I should revisit that. I've got it on my computer. Um... I, I oh, do it. it. I I've got to get back to Final Fantasy 15. I haven't. Oh yeah, I don't want you to forget that. <laughs> I one. haven't played that in probably two weeks. So, um, but yeah, no, that and that's it's it's good because Dra- you know Dragon Age Four is maybe coming out later this year or early next year. So it is, if you're going to get interested in the series, you know now's a, now's a good time to do that. Um, yeah, I, I definitely Dragon Age Two didn't didn't hit with me like like the other two did so totally get where you're coming from there and uh yeah halo reach was by far my favorite halo campaign i still to this day think about how like hopeless it all felt you know when you're when you're going through you have a small victory but it turns into either being a pyrrhic victory or something shortly happens shortly after uh that kind of kind of feeds your hopelessness of of the of the entire situation and then the the whole last sequence i thought was incredible in that game so yeah i needed to get to inquisition yeah yeah but maybe maybe you'll have more because you you tried playing it right i liked it actually too i just uh i stopped playing it for some reason 
Yeah, I mean, now that you've played The Witcher, although I, mean, I think The Witcher is better. Corey and I actually talked about this recently, and he thinks oh, Inquisition you? was better. Really? Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I also don't know, so I should give it another try, just to be sure. Honestly, like, probably mechanically, I would say uh, Inquisition is better. But the the story and the and the the especially the side quests, I I don't think are better. I don't think the characters are better. Yeah, than the Witcher. I mean, that's a hard, that's a tall order to be better than that. You know? Yeah, because I mean, The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt is cons- widely considered to be one of the best games of all time. I don't believe Dragon Age Inquisition is in that in that conversation. Absolutely not. So that's generally speaking, of course. Um, but yeah. Absolutely not. I'm with you. I think that uh, it's going to be really hard for Inquisition to top The Witcher, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that's all he talked about. Oh, Funko Pops. Yeah, I I, oh, yeah. I, I would love Funko Pops because I, I see that a lot of like, um, you know, my Instagram is is like gaming stuff and gaming people. And they, they, a lot of them have like really cool uh gaming collection funko pops like like characters from overwatch and fallout and i'm like if i had money i would probably buy a lot of them um luckily for me i'm a little too cheap right now uh which is probably a good thing but i've honestly staved off the funko pop thing just uh just because of that whole thing yeah like you said, Mass Effect. I would love to have the Mass Effect characters as Funko Pops. Them being some of my favorite characters in, in gaming, period, you know? So. Garrus. Garrus, yeah. I Really, all the characters are, are really good in their own way. Would they tone down Miranda's booty in the uh, Funko Pop form? I don't know. If, I don't know if Funko, <laughs> Funko Miranda has a booty. Um, the only character I didn't really love was um, Zaid. Oh, yeah. He's not just, important, though. No, he wasn't. He even like a DLC character. He wasn't. Yeah, him and Kasumi. Kasumi. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. I don't think I really liked Kasumi all that much either. I'm trying to avoid as much of that as I can until the games three come back out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's all I have to talk about. Tate, thank you for the voicemail. As always, uh, it's good. Good to hear from you. And yeah, we're doing well outside of me needing to get somewhere warm. And Will's potentially working at that right now. Yes. So uh, next week's episode will be Monday night. Not sure what we're going to talk about, but we'll be back Monday night. Uh, Corey did want to join us, but he didn't end up playing Project Triangle strategy. So um, next time when he comes on, if hopefully he'll have played it since then, so he can give his thoughts uh he could talk a little bit more about the hearthstone updates too so right absolutely all right anything else will no that's it for me dan okay that'll do it for episode 486 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan and i'm will thanks for listening and get out of my basement Black.